0: Ugh, what happened? I wake up and find myself on the edge of a dirt road leading into a deep forest. My car is on the road in smithereens. Pieces of it lay scattered around me like the memories of the incident that I need to rebuild. I pull myself off of the ground. For someone who just got blown away by a burst of light, I'm not in bad shape. I'm a little sore and my vision is a bit cloudy, but other than that, not too bad. I carefully make my way to the remains of my car and investigate the damage. My vision clears up and I look closer. I step around carefully like some sort of deer learning to walk as I avoid metal scraps and glass shards. As I lift the scrap from the accident, a bright light reflects into my eyes. On the ground, next to what I can only assume was once a bumper, is a shiny, smooth black orb. As I pick it up, a warm buzz runs through my body. It's an odd, obsidian-colored sphere, almost like a giant glass marble the size of the palm of my hand. It's smooth and glossy, yet it doesn't seem fragile. In fact, its simple appearance seems like some sort of facade to hide the true potential inside. The longer I hold it in my hand, the stronger the buzz becomes. Like crackling electricity running through my veins, it fills my body with a warm buzz and my head with a blanketed hum. I can't deal with this right now. I shove the orb in my pocket and start my way back to town. I have to freeze as I see the skyline of the town I once knew. The once brick-red town is now sleek, white, and more advanced than anything I've ever seen before. What happened to Springside? As I limp into the town limits, I hear a voice. Oh my gosh. I turn and see a teenage girl with a long red ponytail standing in the doorway of an ice cream shop with a sign reading, I scream, you scream, we all scream, into the void. Well, that definitely wasn't here last time. She runs up to me and gives me a hug. Taryn, you're alive. I can't believe it. Wait a minute. Lena? You grew up. Yeah, the turn back tends to do that. Lena their leader explains to me that the children of Springshard are the only ones to grow up the turnback adding a couple years onto their age each time when i ask why that is she explains that no one really knows but they believe it to be a side effect of springshard's location in a wormhole i can't tell you why this town exists but what i do know is that while its existence changes every time the turnback happens there are a few things that don't births deaths even a few of the jobs everything else is malleable Every time the town changes, no one seems to notice the change or remember when it was different. If you've been here since the beginning, you never age. If you were born here, you do. If you start living here in the middle, you don't survive. Except you. How are you here? I... I don't know. I just woke up by my crashed car and... The gnome! Do you have it? No, I didn't see it. Do you think it saved me? It's strong, but not that strong, Taryn. If you got hit with the turn back without it... You would be torn apart on a molecular level. The gnome protected you from that, but when the turn back seals the barrier, crashing into it should have been the same effect on you as a car crash. I mean, I was sore, and my vision was cloudy. That's it? All this time, and you woke up a little sore? Wait, wait a minute. Lena, how long has it been since the turn back? Lena, how long? Three months. It takes me a while to come down from the shock. Three months. I've been unconscious for three months? Lena, their leader, does not seem as concerned about this. She says that it seems completely normal, and since I have no side effects, that I don't need to worry. She also tells me that she fully intends to research me to any means necessary. As we talk, Connor the boy with shabby bangs comes up to us. He's not nearly as excited to see me. I'm going to chalk it up to the turn-back-induced puberty making him think he's too cool to talk to me anymore. Lena, their leader, excuses herself, saying that she's going to tell Oleg about this. Apparently, she's been studying timekeeping with him. Normally, it's a job passed on from one generation to the next, but as Oleg has no children, he's chosen Lena, their leader, as the next timekeeper. She invites me, but... I decide to take a breather and walk around town. The general layout is the same, but a lot of the shops have been replaced by ones that did not exist before. I find my way to Main Street. I always thought Main Streets were magical, and it seems like this Main Street is no different. Just like every town has a Main Street no matter where it is, this Main Street is the same as it's always been. Okay, so some of the stores are different, but I never went into Magnum Locust Pet Store anyway, so it being replaced with Sandstone, Bloodstone, and Obsidian socks shouldn't be too much of a change. And luckily, Dottie's is still the same. I don't know what I would do if it wasn't there anymore. When you walk in, a sign stands in the doorway, reading, Please seat yourself wherever you like, unless you're Carl. Get out of here, Carl! I have no idea who Carl is but whoever he is Dottie clearly has a bone to pick with him I sit down at my usual place at the bar. Dottie comes over to me with a pile of menus Hi, I'm Dottie Queen, owner and operator of Dottie's. I don't think we've met yet We haven't? Not to my memory, and I remember everything So darling, what's your name and what brings you to our wonderful town? I'm Taryn, Taryn March I'm the transfer for the Spring Shared Chronicle Interesting. Xavier must be trying something new. He's never had two transfers before. Two? Yes. The other transfer came in earlier. She's a super sweet gal. You just missed her, actually. So, this new transfer, is she. Anyways, Taryn Darlin, which menu would you like? Is there multiple? Of course! There's a the breakfast menu, brunch menu, lunch menu, lopper menu, supper menu, dessert menu, snack menu, kids menu, full-grown goat menu, frog menu, eight-eyed astro being menu, and sentient blob floating black goo menu. Wow, lots of choices. You know what? I think I'll just have some of your chocolate cake. How'd you know about that? It is famously good. This seems to satisfy Dottie and she makes her way to the kitchen to get my cake. To the side of the bar I notice a small display with tourism maps. I grab one and take the complimentary sharpie that is legally required to accompany any meal in Spring Shard. I mark down my location on the map and I mark down the locations that have stayed the same since I first came to Spring Shard. Even my house has changed location. Throughout my meal, I look around the diner for people that I know. In the far corner, I spot Sheriff Orion Fairbrook in a flashy sparkling top and striped sports jacket. Across the diner, Mayor Tetra Burns has cut two holes in her menu and is glaring at Orion through them. Xavier is sitting down the bar for me, shamelessly flirting with Dottie in a throwaway attempt to get the recipe for her chocolate cake. While it's comforting to see that few things have changed, it also creates a type of pain I didn't know existed. Their lives are going on without me, and they don't even know that I exist. Well, they went on after the turn back. I have to as well. After I finished my cake, I pay and wander the town, taking notes on my map of what buildings have changed, where places used to be, and try to make sense of it all. As the sun starts to set, I remember what Dottie had said earlier. There's another transfer here. I navigate through my new map to my old house at its new address on Road Street. As I approach the lavender house, I pause. This transfer has never met me, and she has no idea what to expect in this town. I slowly reach for the door, and knock. After a moment, I hear a voice asking who it is. My name is Taryn March. I'm a transfer like you. A few seconds later, the door opens, revealing to me a woman with thick black hair. It's you. Hi, this is AJ Robinson, creator of Chronicles of Springshard and the voice of Taryn March. I just wanted to thank you for listening to this episode and for sticking it out through the hiatus. I'm so glad to bring you season two of Chronicles of Springshard. If you like this episode and want to know when the next episode is up, feel free to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Springshard Chronicle for weekly updates and teasers. Episode 2 will be up on March 6th. If you like this episode and would like to listen to it even when you don't have Wi-Fi, it is available for download. If you want to listen while looking at a picture of the super cool cover art, you can also listen on YouTube. Check our social media for more information. The awesome music you are listening to right now is by Chaos Emerald on YouTube. Go check out her channel once this episode is done. In fact, if you're listening on YouTube, I'll even give you a link in the description below. You can also check her out on Instagram and Twitter at EmmaJoyceY. The voice of Lena was Kirsten Gorman. The voice of Dottie was Olivia Hansen and the voice of the new transfer. Well, you'll find that out next week. Special thanks to Jess Milton, Derek Taggart, and to you listening right now. Welcome back to Spring Shard.